hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Matthew 7 24. Welcome to Jesus.com podcast, KOFC Kadosh. What a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus Christ. Welcome the pastor of this dynamic service, 
Pastor Kwesi Abeidu. Oh, oh, oh. 
see, or you have written an exam that you are not sure what the results will be. I want you to come and let me pray for you. You are going to write B, C, or you have written an exam. Spirit said, All you need is faith. All you need is faith. All you need is faith. the time passed by the only thing I wrote on my paper was my index number my index number and when they said time was up I took my paper and handed it over to the invigilator and the man looked at the paper and looked at my face and was wondering what is wrong with this guy but I was so sick I couldn't even lift my head was my final paper. It carried a lot of marks. Failing that paper meant that I was supposed to repeat the year. But I handed over that paper. The following semester when I came, I went to the notice board and I started looking for my name on the trailing list because I knew that I had failed. I looked at the whole trailing list. I couldn't find my name. Hey. My heart started beating. I said, okay, let me just check. Maybe I'm at the bottom of the other list. Then I checked. My name was number two on the list. The exam I didn't write, I had 78. That whole year, this testimony, I didn't share it with anybody. <laughs> I'm sure you know why. <laughs> I kept it to myself. I couldn't believe it. Up till now, I don't know how I could have gotten an A. And that paper, only four people got an A. If an angel is writing your exam for you, how can he get a B? said, if you only have faith, if only you have faith, God will do it. 
afternoon holy spirit you are welcome i pray lord that you will have your way in our midst grant us meekness to receive the engrafted word that is able to save our souls i pray lord that your word will have free course amongst these people i pray lord that will not leave this place the same i curse every work of satan i stamp out every evil or demonic thought that will fight your word I release the gift of faith. I pray, Lord, that your people will believe. Grant us faith to receive your word. Said that we will have access by faith. I pray, Lord, that lives will be transformed. May diseases flee. May healings take place. May gifts of the Spirit be released. May there be testimonies. Let signs and wonders follow the preaching of your holy word. I yield my members to you. Anoint me from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet. Use me as a vessel of honor. Speak through me. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. And you may be seated. riding BC. I wish you all the best and I pray that you will pass with flying colors. 
you know, intelligence can also be spiritual. It is not only physical. It can also be spiritual. You know, one day I had a nephew who wasn't doing well in class. And I remember we're having a convention in the love chapel. And I told my sister about it. And she invited um, her whole family. She came with the children and her husband. And after the convention, prophet prayed over anointing oil and then prayed for this little girl who wasn't doing well. She was about 12 or 10 at the time, who wasn't doing well in class. And after that prayer, that term, she had moved from about the last but one to second. And ever since that prayer, she has just been topping her class almost every day. You know, the Bible says about Daniel. It says Daniel had knowledge, understanding, could show forth hard sentences. In other words, when you give him a hard problem to solve, he finds it very easy. And the Bible says that it was because an excellent spirit was found in him. So when an excellent spirit is imparted into you, hey, they'll put alphabets there. The answer will be a number. It will be easy for you to solve it. <laughs> Hard sentence. The Bible says because an excellent spirit was found in him. May an excellent spirit be found in you. Anybody writing an exam this week, may an excellent spirit be found in you. May every hard sentence be easy before you. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says Daniel, he understood sciences. Hey. Could interpret dreams. Wow. You'll be able to interpret every question. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Are you happy to be in church? Can I preach for a short while? These days, maybe before I start preaching, I have to do a disclaimer. <laughs> hey. I have to do a disclaimer. Look, I never preach with anybody in mind. I, I never preach as I'm coming to preach, like I'm, I've meant Fred. I never do that. God be God knows my heart. <laughs> no, if I was a child, I'll do this. I cross my hands and hope to die. <laughs> How do you say that thing? I never preach with anybody in mind. The Bible says that the word of God is quick and powerful and is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of bone and marrow. And it's a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. <laughs> the, the word of God can, can, can go through your heart, it can see what you're, you are thinking about and get to you. So, so when I preach the word of God and it, it gets to you, it's not like I've meant you. I've not meant you. I, I would like you to come to church again and again. Why would I mean you? <laughs> it's like now this when I finish preaching, there people are sending me text messages. Is it because of me? It's, like, it's not because of you. I never 
ever, ever preach with anybody in mind. In fact, usually when I actually remember somebody, I won't say what I'm coming to say if I actually remember you. <laughs> so have you understood my disclaimer? <laughs> It comes and it's for you. It means God wants to speak to you, and God is speaking to you. Just receive the word and let's move on. Is that okay? So please, nobody should send me a text message after the sermon. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, I've been preaching about the art of following. The art of following. How many of you remember? I've been blessed by the art of following. I'm going to follow. Amen. In Matthew 4, 18, the Bible says that then Jesus, passing by the sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon, which is called Peter, and his brother, Andrew. And the Bible says that they were casting their nets, for they were fishers. And he said unto them, verse 19, follow me and I'll make you fishes of men. So I told you that when Jesus came, one of his primary training um, methods was that he asked people to follow him. He just said, follow me. And as you followed him, it was like a training school. You were being taught certain things. That was intended to make you better. So he said, follow me. He said, by following me, you will change from becoming somebody who just fishes or catches fish to somebody who catches men. Amen. So you move from being, and I told you that, you see, I mean, when we say Peter was a fisherman, you think Peter was somebody who doesn't have any proper job. Because, I mean, when I say fisherman, you think about Kole Lagoon. You think about Choco. You think about Temanu Town. So it looks as though it's not a very you know, lucrative job. But in those days, those were the, 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 the big guys. You know, to be a fisherman those days, it wasn't a small thing. Amen. Amen. So he told Peter, I said, follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. He said, I'm going to move you from the job that you are doing. If you're a doctor, you are going to change and transform to somebody who actually fishes for men. Fishes for men. Amen. Amen. I'm an architect by profession. But I realized that my responsibility as a pastor for me is higher and more important to me than my profession as an architect. So I can understand when Jesus said that, follow me and I'll make you fishes of men. He said you can be a physician, a medical doctor, an architect, a journalist, an economist, he said, it's good, but I'm taking you higher. I'm going to make you into somebody better, somebody nicer, somebody greater. And he said, that thing is a fisher of men. <laughs> Hallelujah. My wife is, 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 an, is, is a, is a what, banking administrator. Or, yeah, she went to school. She did her master's in bank, banking and finance. So she's a finance administrator. Yeah, but she's full-time in the ministry. God said, come, follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. He said, the school that you went to, come and use that intelligence for the church. 
<laughs> and she's happier than where she was. Yes. She worked with Zenith Bank for, I mean, almost 10 years. Yes. <laughs> yes, almost 10 years. But God said, come and I'll make you fishers of men. Amen. Amen. But you, all your vision in life is that, God, I want to sit behind the teller. <laughs> God said, come. There is something higher than sitting behind a teller. There is something higher than having a, a, a stethoscope on your neck. There is something higher than wearing black and white, calling yourself barrister or solicitor. There is something higher. It's called a fisher of men. Yes, a fisher of men. A fisher of men. That's why the Bible says that he that winner souls is wise. He that winner souls is wise. It's a wise thing to be a soul winner. Amen. It's a good message already, isn't it? Yeah, so Jesus said that, follow me, follow me. And I told you that if you see those instructions that Jesus gave, follow me, as God's schooling system or the way God leads people or the way God trains people, just by looking at that, that word, follow me, you will do yourself a lot of good. I haven't been to Bible school. I have, ne- I have not been to Bible school. Formal Bible school. It's good to go to Bible school. We have a very good, powerful, anointed Bible school called Anakazo Bible School. Powerful. And if you believe that you are called, I would encourage you to go through the training in Anakazo. It's a very good Bible school. But I haven't been to a formal Bible school I haven't been to a formal Bible school. But I am in ministry. I am a pastor. I am preaching. I am following up souls. I'm talking to people about God. I'm doing something for God. Now, how did this come about? I just followed. I just followed. Just followed. Anything my shepherd asks me to do, I do it. I have been faced before. Recently, somebody was telling me that my, boss, my shepherd faced me. He said, I don't know. I was like, ah! <laughs> And I said, don't worry. Any good shepherd faces. In fact, the bad shepherds are the ones who don't face. <laughs> yes. I said, me, I've been faced many times. Yes. Because it's very difficult to get things done when you are dealing with a lot of people. Even simple WhatsApp group, you send a message, reply. Nobody will reply. Everybody has read, but don't reply. <laughs> you wonder whether their hands glue has, has... I don't know. It's a mystery. Mystery. Sometimes you wonder what is going through people's head. Simple, simple something, but nobody... And you, you wait. One day you become a leader. You see how it is like. <laughs> you ask for things. You see that people have read everything. Nobody is saying anything. <laughs> yeah. As you're also reading somebody's and you are not saying anything. <laughs> you see. You know. So I just, I just learned by following. Following. We are going for outreach. I need you to come. I said, okay, pastor. You said we are going for outreach. I'll come. Then I'll come. Then as my pastor is going for outreach, I'm following him. He says, we are going to um, have an all night. Come. I said, okay, I'll come. Just by following those simple instructions, I realized that I, I, I was changing. I was changing. So Jesus knew it. So he said, follow me. As you keep following me, you will see that you will change. 
<laughs> you see that you will change. Because when you say follow somebody, it means somebody is going somewhere and you are following the person. You cannot follow somebody who is at a one place, standing at one place. So once you are following somebody, it means the person is going somewhere and you are following the person. Do you understand? And I told you that there are many people in the Bible who could not follow Jesus. They couldn't follow Jesus. I mean, a great man like Jesus, you would think that people would just automatically follow him. No. They couldn't follow him. And we read about the story of the, of the man who came to Jesus and said he had done everything. And Jesus said, go, sell all that you have. Give it to the poor so that you have treasure in heaven. And then come, take up the cross and follow me. The Bible says that the man became very sad. <laughs> It became very sad. And sometimes I realize it with members. Somebody comes, he said, oh, Pastor K, I, I've seen somebody that I like, I want to enter into a relationship with. Then I say, how old are you? Then the person says, I'm 17 and a half. <laughs> then I say, no, 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 17 and a half. No, 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 no. At, this, at that age, you should be thinking about your books. <laughs> Not feelings. <laughs> yes. And as soon as I say that, you see that the person's face has become sad. <laughs> the person became very sad. And Jesus told me, he said, it's only one thing. He said, this one thing, if you can do this one thing, this one thing. But he, he couldn't, it's like he couldn't appreciate what Jesus was saying. You know, and sometimes when you tell people to follow you, you have very good plans. Recently, I was talking to somebody, um, somebody who was leaving somebody else, not a relationship. I mean, was, was working with somebody, and the person wanted to leave. So the person that they were staying with were, was encouraging the person that, don't leave, we have plans for you. And the person said, oh, no, I want to leave and go and start a business and sell things. The person, oh no, actually, the person actually had plans for the person to take the person to school and get the person to acquire some skills that will benefit her. But you see, she didn't know the plans that these people who, that, who she was living with had for her. So in her mind, no, I can't follow these people. They are just thinking about themselves. I need to just go and sort myself out and also do some business and get some money. Amen. So it's like sometimes they can't, you, like it is so difficult to follow somebody that you don't know the mind the person has. Very difficult. Amen. And so we read from Hebrews 6.12, I believe. You know, Hebrews 6.12, 12, 6, one of them. 6.12, you know. It says, be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. He says, one of the things that will stop you from following is slothfulness. He says, be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. And I told you that God has fantastic promises and inheritance for all of us. But the Bible says that if we can't follow these promises, we can't inherit them. And he says, what stands between us and these promises is slothfulness. Tell your neighbor, slothfulness. slothfulness. 
And I told you that that word slothful is from the word sloth. 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 And I told you that word sloth, it is actually an animal. (laughs) And it is the slowest animal in the world. (laughs) It's slower than a tortoise. It moves about 38 meters in a day. 38 meters in a day. Somebody's wondering, what is 38 meters? (laughs) Your maths weren't good. (laughs) Now, every stride I take is about a meter. Every stride I take is about a meter. So when we say 38 meters, okay, so this is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. So you have seen 15, so about two times plus eight of what I've taken. So it's actually like from the midpoint of this place to the door. That's about 38 meters. And this sloth makes this journey consistently the whole day, 24 hours. (laughs) So when the Bible says that don't be slothful. It means don't be like this animal who takes 24 hours to move <laughs> from this point to that point. <laughs> and he says, if you are like that, you can't follow. You can't follow. <laughs> I said, I don't preach with anybody in mind. <laughs> you can't follow and I realize that people who are slow they are always left behind they can't follow I mean if I say Peter can follow me follow me and I'm going with Peter I'm going I'm going and then be slow and then Peter King is slow I'm still moving I'm still moving but he's slow at the point I'll lose him I'll lose him I'll lose him Maybe that road I'm on now, they've done a roadblock. They are now constructing a new bypass. So they've done a roadblock. Before he knows it, I've, I've even gone out of, gone out of the, the building. And you can't, you can't follow again. When you are slow, you can't follow. When you are slow, you cannot follow. You cannot follow. You cannot follow. You cannot follow. If you see anybody that has made a lot of progress in his Christian life, Usually there are people who take instructions quickly. Quickly. They don't don't drag their feet. I mean, some of you have been in this church for a long time. A long time. How many times have I not said, join a ministry? You just be looking at my face. I bought to eyeball. I bought to eyeball. I bought to eyeball. Like the slot coming. You see how funny I look like? That is how you look like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slow. And the Bible says, when you are slow, you cannot follow. You can't follow. By the time you realize it's too late to even follow. Amen. So we started looking at the sloth. We started looking at some of the characteristics of the sloth. Do you remember? I said one of the characteristics of the sloth is that he has a smiley face. (laughs) 
the bone structure of the sloth's face makes it always smile. <laughs> so when you see the sloth, it's like that. <laughs> Maybe sometimes something, some, some thorn has pricked it and it's paining him, but he's like that. <laughs> just, <laughs> just smiling. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. And I told you that there are people like that in the church. Always smiling. Always smiling. You see them, Charlie, how? Oh, Pastor K, we are blessed. Everything is fine. Oh, Pastor K, glory. Oh, Pastor K, the Lord is moving mightily. You know all the terms, all the jargons. Yeah. Yeah. That's the sloth. Smiling. Oh, every time it's like that. Suffering and in pain, but. Yeah. Yeah, I got to take a picture here. Yeah. You see, and I was telling you that, look, you must try not to be a fake person. You must try not to be fake. You know, one day I read a poster. It says, what you say, what you do, and what you say you do must all be the same. <laughs> what you say, what you do, and what you say you do must be the same. <laughs> I thought it was a very powerful poster. Because there are people who say things and do different things and say they do different things. <laughs> do you understand? Yeah. Somebody says, oh, Pastor, give me every Saturday evening I pray. But every Saturday evening, they watch a movie. Yeah. <laughs> so what you say, what you do, and what you say you do, Master I told you that God hates hypocrites. Yes, God couldn't stand the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the hypocrites. He rained curses on them. He said, woe unto you. Woe. I mean, can you imagine Jesus? These were words of Jesus who, in Matthew 23. Words of Jesus. Rain curses. That was the only place in the Bible I've seen Jesus curse people. Woe unto you. Woe unto you, scribes, Pharisees. Woe unto you. We read it, Matthew 23, 13, 15. 23, 25, 27, 29. All of that, woe unto you, woe unto you, woe unto you. Throughout, he couldn't stand hypocrites. These days, there are so many things that conceal things and, and, and hide things. You can't see real people. You can't see real people. You can't see real people. See, if, you are, if, you are, if you are a shepherd and you go and visit your sheep, you'll be sorry. I'm looking for Aquile. Aquile comes, I say, oh, I'm, I, I'm here to see Aquile. So it's me. He say, oh. Yeah. Because when you saw Aquile in church, yeah. hey! <laughs> a lot of things had been edited. <laughs> Moving Photoshop. <laughs> but surprisingly, there's not only the ladies who. Yeah. Sure, even brothers are doing makeup. <laughs> Hiding things. Hiding things. And so you have people, people who are not real. People who just always smile. At, uh, they are not real. Amen. Amen. Then I also said that one of the characteristics of this um, sloth is that for 90% of its life, it hangs upside down on a tree. 
<laughs> the sloth hangs upside down on a tree. 90% of its life. What does it mean? When you are hanging upside down a tree, it affects how you see things. When you are hanging upside down a tree, it affects how you see things. What you are seeing is correct based on your position. <laughs> but in reality, what you are seeing is upside down. <laughs> so I said the sloth sees things one way, but in reality, that thing that you are seeing is upside down. And I've seen it many times. Sometimes when you need to follow somebody, and somebody is even telling you something, sometimes in your mind, it looks like that thing is taking you back. It's like that thing is taking you back. I'll give you an example. Like musicians. Musicians. You know, I've seen that all the great musicians, they belong to a church. All the great musicians, they belong to a church. They have a pastor. All the great musicians. So when something tells you that be a musician, go solo, go on your own, market yourself, you'll be surprised how you, you will fizzle within a short time. Yeah. Within a very short time, before you realize you have fizzled out. Yeah. It's a big deception. Yeah. You look at somebody like Nathaniel Bassi, you think he's a solo artist just doing his own thing. No, he has a pastor. Every single great musician has a pastor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but sometimes I've realized that when you have musicians and their pastor is controlling them, it looks like the, the pastor is worrying them. <laughs> pastor is sitting on their happiness. No. If you're not careful, you will see the thing upside down. It looks like oh, the thing is... <laughs> Look at Darling Check. Darling Check was in a church. Choir leader. The intention was not even to become a worldwide whatever. He's just singing in the choir. Before she knew it, she was, she was on stage. I never set out that I'm going to become a worldwide um, um, a music artist. No. She said, my pastor wants me to sing A, I will sing A. Look at Ida. <laughs> So when you are being asked to follow, it will look like the thing is upside down. You are, you are, it's not in your favor, but you will see that it's in your favor. It's a good place to clap. You will see that it's in your favor. Amen. So because the slot is hanging upside down 90% of the time, I told you that 90% of the time, what you think is not correct. 10% may be correct, but 90% of the time it is not correct because your, your perception is upside down. <laughs> Number three, <laughs> another interesting thing about the sloth, <laughs> another interesting thing about the sloth, the sloth eats leaves. <laughs> and when it eats one leaf, it takes 30 days for that leaf to digest. <laughs> oh, don't you love the sloth? How <laughs> quick is slow. Yeah. One leaf. 30 days for it to digest. And I said, wow. 
I take something like the word of God, I realize that the older you get, the more you see that the word of God is true. The, the older you get, the more you see that the word of God is true. And all of you seated here, you will come to that conclusion that the word of God is true. That's why you don't need to experiment with your life. You don't need to. You don't need to. Young girl, you have two boys. Look! There is somebody who had 300 wives, 700 concubines. One man, he had 1,000 women in his life. One man. And he said it himself. He said, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. He said, fear God and keep his commandment. For that is the whole duty of man. Yeah. One man. So I've seen that, look, the word of God, as you come to the end of your life, you will see that, hey, the word of God is true. But if you behave like the sloth, you will see that you wait out, you get to the age of 50, see, yee, Charlie, be true, pow. The thing then, Pastor K, they talk, then be true, pow. One leaf, it has taken you 30 days before the thing is making sense. Some of you, this preaching I'm preaching, God forbid, but you may understand it in about 10 years' time. God forbid. Yeah. Because you are slow, slow. Ah, they say my time is up. Oh, how? <laughs> one, la one last point, then we'll close. <laughs> one last point, then we close. The, the sloth, the sloth, the sloth doesn't have sharp senses. And in fact, one of its greatest weakness is his eyesight. That's the, one of the greatest weakness of the sloth. It's said that the sloth can see just up to five feet from where he is. That's serious. And as a matter of fact, the sloth does not even see in color. He sees in black and white. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of revelation from this Lord. <laughs> Five feet. I'm six feet. So it means that if I put the slot on my head, he can't see my feet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Five feet. That's how far a slot can see. So when you can't see far, you can't follow. <laughs> you can't follow. When you can't see far, sometimes all that you are seeing is from here to here. Okay. It makes it very difficult to follow. But you know, one day I was going to Kumasi. No, I think I was going to Takrade. At dawn. So I got into my car and I sparked the car. Vroom. Then I put on the light. Then the Holy Spirit said to me that, do you see how you see with this light? The light does not show you the way to start riding. You're actually just seeing up to your gate. 
but you trust that you are going to Takradi in this car. But do you realize that as I'm going to Takradi, all that I'm seeing is really just about two or three meters in front of me. But at every point, the light is bright for two or three meters in front of you. You just have to trust that is taking you to Takradi. And then you just keep following. That's why the Bible says that thy word is a light unto my feet and a lamp unto my feet. Dawn, pitch dark, dawn. You can't see anything, but I trusted the light. As soon as far as it can throw up to three, four meters, I'm okay. I don't need to see the Cape Coast Road. I don't need to see even Takrade. I can just see up to three or four meters. As I keep going, it shows me another three or four meters. Then it shows me another three or four meters, another three or four meters. And then I keep going. That is how it is. But when you are like the sloth and all you can see is just five meters, you can't follow God. You can't follow God. You can't follow God. You can't. You cannot. That's why the Bible says that there's a way that seemeth right unto a man. But the end. Look, anytime you are taking a decision, think about the end. <laughs> he said the end are the ways of death. That way looks right. <laughs> it looks nice. But you will see that at the end. And sometimes people use 10 years of their life to realize that this end was a bad end. 20 years of their life to see that this end was a bad end. They couldn't believe that. That he has a very bad vision. You know, in the Bible, in the, in the book of Deuteronomy, in Deuteronomy 28, there are 14 bless, blessings, 54 curses. More curses than blessings in the Bible. <laughs> One of the curses that God gave the people of Israel in Deuteronomy 20 verse 29. He said, Thou shalt grope at noonday as the blind gropeth in darkness. He said, It's a curse for your vision to be taken away. He said, It will be bright noon, but you will be groping. To grope means that it's like you have, you have been blindfolded and you are doing this. He said, You will grope at noonday as the blind gropeth in darkness. And he says, you will be oppressed. Eesh. Look, a vision is powerful. That's why prophet kept telling us. He said, have a vision for your life. Have a vision. When the vision is taken from off your eyes, you see that your life, you, it doesn't have any meaning. He said, when the vision is taken and you start groping, he said, you will be oppressed and you will be spoiled. And look at the last part. He says, no man shall save you. <laughs> Self-destruct because the vision has been taken. Nobody can stop your destruction because the vision is. That's why I said that. Where there is no vision is, the people perish. The people will perish because vision has been taken away. <laughs> Let me remove your eyes and drop you on the motorway. It's just a matter of time. You see that you 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 yeah. You'll be destroyed completely. You can be a nice person, but as soon as I remove your eyes and drop you on the motorway, your niceness can save you. You'll be knocked down. You'll be kicked out. Amen. 
<laughs> My time is up. <laughs> but let me tell you something. It's a curse. When your vision is taken. Vision is taken. That's why it's important to come to church. When you come to church, you, you, you get vision. Yeah. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added. It's a vision in the Bible. Yes. Because when you read that scripture that says, where there is no vision, the people perish. It says, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. In other words, a vision is keeping the law of God. That is what a vision is. As soon as you grab the word of God and you begin to keep it, you are somebody who has a vision. You will see that you can never be destroyed. You can never be wiped out. You can never fail. Because the word of God, it shall never fail. It shall never fail. He said, he that keepeth the law, happy is he. When your pastor tells you that don't enter into a relationship with an unbeliever, it's not like I envy you. I'm married. I've been married for some time too now. It's not I don't want your happiness. No. I'm giving you a good vision. Be not unequally yoked together with an unbeliever. That is what the law of God says. If you have that vision, you will see what a nice marriage you have. You will see. You will see. But if you don't keep the law, it means that you don't have vision. (laughs) And you will not be happy. I said the end, you see at the end, you see that I've wasted my life. I'm not happy. It's not what I expected. That is not it. That is not it. Yeah. And I say, he that wins souls is wise. Believe it all. Believe it. Believe it. Not he that has a PlayStation 3. No. He that wins souls is wise. Believe it. Believe it. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. Let's bring our service to a place. Time is up. Just begin to pray that you will follow. You will follow. Sometimes you may not understand. You may not understand. You may not understand. But you will follow. Two thieves on the cross. One said, God, I want to follow you. Wherever you are going, I want to go. Remember me when you go. The other one could not see beyond the cross. He felt, oh, maybe there's also another thief. I mean, if, if he was, he was, if he was not, if he was the king of kings, he would have saved himself. Yeah. He couldn't see beyond the cross. But the other one saw beyond the cross that this, this is the savior. This is the savior. This is the Savior. Today, want to pray, pray that God will give you a vision. God will take away any, any, any blindness, spiritual blindness, anything that has covered your eyes that you can't, you can't see beyond, beyond the Word of God. So you just look at your life, just look at yourself, look at your friends. You can't see beyond a certain point. I want to pray that God will take away those skills so that you can follow God. Follow God all the way to the very end. He said, he that follows me to the end, the same shall be saved. Pray. Pray. 
Pray to God. Pray to God. All to Jesus I surrender. sound this very moment. You will not make it to heaven. You know it. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my heart to Jesus. Just stand where you are and lift up your right hand. You want to receive Jesus as your Lord and your personal Savior. You want him to write your name in the Lamb's book of life. You want all your sins to be washed away. The Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die. But after that judgment, there is judgment after death. You don't want to leave this place without making things right with God. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You are like that. Just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You want to give your heart to Jesus. God bless you. I can see your hand. God bless you. You want Jesus to take over your life. You want him to lead you. You want him to direct your life. God bless you. I can see your hand. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. Don't put your hand down. Come all the way to the front from wherever you are sitting. Standing. Come all the way to the front with your hand still lifted up. Come. I'm waiting for you. I surrender all. 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 
after me. You are here. Just lift up your right hand and pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, today, today I recognize that I'm a sinner and that I don't know you. But today, I humble myself before you. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Wash all my sins with your precious blood. Come and live in my heart. Be the Lord and Master of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me and writing my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Father, I thank you for all these ones who are giving their hearts to you. I pray, Father, let there be a strong desire in their hearts to follow you. May none of them fall by the side of the road. May they serve you to the very end. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. It was great having you. You're invited to fellowship with us at the Kadosh Morning Star Cathedral, Sakumono. Upseats the regional maritime university off the Tema Beach Road. You can send a text via WhatsApp to 0546 125491 or 0548 961 323 for other messages. Follow us on social media Jesus.com Kadosh on Facebook and Jesus underscore.com underscore Kadosh on Instagram. Be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. See you this Sunday at 1 p.m. Stay connected.